0: plushcarecom weight loss Hey, it's Ben, the son from my pop's culture. Gilbert Gottfried was an amazingly talented and funny comedian. We were so fortunate and lucky to interview him as well as have lunch with him just two weeks before his passing. Thank you, Gilbert, for the laughter and insight. This particular podcast means so much to us. Enjoy. <laughs>
1: My pop's culture, starring my son Ben and me, his dad. <sighs> do you really have to say it like that, Dad? With our guest star, the voice of filthy comedy, Gilbert Gottfried. I can't f-ing wait to get into this f-ing interview. I always wonder, as a parent,
0: yeah, when do you allow your children to swear? I mean, I feel like I was swearing young. Just living in your household, I must have been swearing young.
1: Because that's the thing, because I always had a horrible mouth. Like, I always swore at everything. But I always felt there's some parents who actually don't want any swearing. Like, my sister, I think, didn't want any swearing in the house. I was more about, listen, I'm fine if we're swearing in the house. I just don't want to hear it from you kids at school to your teacher like, it, whatever went on in our house with bad language, it was more in our house. And the bad language also, I never wanted to use to, in anger. Okay, can I embarrass you?
0: I mean, you're probably going to anyways, whether you ask or not. So just say
1: it. Okay, the first, there's a story years ago, not this house, but in another house we lived in, when I had to get the basement renovated because I was going to make a play area for your kids. Yeah. And we hired this guy named Hector. To be our contractor. Okay. I don't know. Do you remember Hector? No. Because you were like maybe three years old. Yeah. But also I need to say the part of the backstory also is that you had a horrible couple ear infections when you were young. Mm -hmm. And when you were really young, two or three, you actually spoke as if you had, you had a speech impediment. Okay. And, um... So anyways, and we didn't realize that until later and then went to speech therapy, but that's besides the point. So you used to love hanging out in the basement with Hector and watch him build the basement and renovate it. And um, one day I come home or whatever and Hector goes, can I talk to you? Okay. And I said, sure, what's up, Hector? And he says, your son, he's saying some very, he's very bad language to me. And I was like, what's my son saying? To Hector, the contractor, right? Yeah. And I was like, Hector, what did he say to you? He said, "Do you 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 want cock?" <laughs> he said, Hector, do you want cock? And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's really weird because I've never, your mom and I both never used that word in the mm-hmm. house. We've used shit or fuck, like, but never never the cock. word cock, right? So he's like, your son say uh, you wants do you, you want You want cock? Okay. So afterwards we. We go upstairs and we say, I, we find out, we talk to you. And mom figures out, because of your speech impediment, Yeah, you were saying to him, do you want to talk? But you couldn't do the T sound. Yeah. And you said to him, you want cock. And that's what he thought he heard. So, that, so it was like, oh, child abuse, the child services are going to call us now. Yeah, because
0: they're thinking I'm a three-year-old, wanted to show off my dick to a contractor. Not showed off, you asked him if he wanted it. Okay.
1: Anyways, he did a beautiful job on the basement. But anyways, with swear words, I find it very interesting because I swear a lot. I just do. I swear a lot.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's funny because both you and I, we like comedy. We like funny movies. We like stand-up comedians. It's interesting. For someone who's so so liberal as myself and I swear so much, I actually don't like how comedians swear so much now. Because when I was a kid, or when I was younger, there was a bunch of funny comedians and they they didn't swear. But the jokes were funny. Okay. And so now I've been talking a lot and you've
0: been very quiet. I don't know. So you I, can talk. Hi,
1: you can talk now. Yeah, no,
0: I'm, I'm here. I'm listening. Oh, um, that's a first? Yes. Yeah. I, I can cock a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't really get bothered by the swear words. It's just, you know, it's part of my own vernacular. And I feel like when it's done well and it's not just to, it's, when it's not just to swear to swear, it, it adds to humor and it can add to storytelling. Do you know what the Dean Martin Rose are? I know, like, the Comedy Central Rose. I don't think I've ever watched, like, a, a Dean Martin Rose. Okay, so do you know what the Friars Club is? Yeah. What is it? It's a Friars Club. Oh,
1: my God, you're such a liar. You don't know, have a clue what it
0: is. What is the Friars Club? I'm assuming it's, like, a comedy club.
1: Yeah. It's uh, the Friars... In- la they started in new york, new york and then they no. had an l.a branch but the friars club was basically a members only club where all of those great old comedians like your milton Burls and your george mm-hmm. burns and your sid Caesar's, they could all go and you know you'd sit around and, and just joke with each other yeah. and they started the dean martin roasts okay so they would have the man or woman of the hour that they mm-hmm. would be roasting and they would have the stage with the long table And it would be on the dais, and and there would be different people who were in television. They didn't even have anything to do with the celebrity that night, but they were on that channel. They were starring in some series Mm -hmm. on that, whatever channel this aired on. Dean Martin was a a film actor and singer, Martin and Lewis, and he would host it, and he was always drunk and smoking. And then he would be the, it was the Dean Martin roast. And then along the dais were different comedians, and you always knew what their shtick would be. Yeah. Don Rickles would be up there and he would be a horrible insult comedian. Then there would be Foster Brooks who would come up there and his shtick was he was always drunk. Yeah, And they would just go along the table making fun of everybody. But not, not a swear word in the house. You just laugh because they were so
0: good at their delivery. I think that swearing is good in comedy when it helps sell a joke. You don't have to do it all the time. Just as you taught us in the house, you can swear here and there and swearing is acceptable to accentuate something but you don't want us just walking in the house rampant swearing that's
1: one point that's the point in our house mm-hmm. i'm talking about in comedy you are either going to be a crass comedian period like an andrew dice clay or a lisa lampanelli
0: mm-hmm.
1: but don't nest don't try to create a joke and make it funny because you dropped in a swear word. I think
0: that's my... Don't use the swear words to try to make yourself funny. I feel like when you just come out and I'm, I'm fuck this and I'm cock that and I'm shit ass this, it's like, it doesn't always land. Well, first of all, no one walks in and says, I'm shit ass this. Someone might... Who well,
1: no would walk in? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm just shit ass this. <laughs> I <don't know>. No. No, <laughs> hi, mom. How was your day? I'm just shit ass. <laughs> no one says shit ass this. You know that I, one of the first swear words I ever learned was from my mother. What'd she teach you? I can't even, we were at a, we were at a four-way stop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's is embarrassing. I was at a four-way stop with grandma and this car started to, my, my mom was there first. And the car at the four-way stop started to go ahead of us. And my mom honked at this woman and the woman gave my mom the finger mm-hmm. and my mom rolled down her window and actually said to her, very classy, you C word. How old are you again in this? I don't know, 12. And I was like, what's that word? I've never heard that before. But the best, when I look back at it, my mom would say to this lady, very classy, you C word. And I mean, so that's
0: the most unclassy
1: thing you could ever say. That's the first time I ever heard like my like that word I ever heard was from oh, my think, mother. I think your mom, or your mom, my grandma taught us all that. Yeah, people don't realize that. My mom taught all of the kids, all of my kids, every swear.
0: Whenever we would hang out with grandma, we'd always come home and you say, "What did grandma teach you today?" Yes. What word did grandma teach you today? What phrase did grandma teach you today? I think I think it's just funny that you have this affinity for crassness, you have a hate on for crassness, but you also have a love of one of the most crass comedians, which is Gilbert Gottfried.
2: When Comedy Central looked at this dais, they said, we just don't have enough watched-up, repugnant, drug-addicted, menopausal husbands. Get me Carrie Fisher!
1: Well, because I think, first of all, Gilbert Gottfried is a great joke teller. A great joke teller. He has energy. He has a beginning, middle, and end to his jokes. He knows how to he knows how to land. He knows how to land the punchline really well. And the other thing with Gilbert Gottfried, which I find is really interesting, is he's a dichotomy. Because you never think, when you look at this guy, mm-hmm. you're, you're always surprised what comes out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's
0: really, thank you for being so supportive in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes you just, mm-hmm. you, you give me a sentence, and you do the sentence as if you're going to, like, give me something more, and then you stop. Mm-hmm. That's, That's me doing you. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if you did stand-up, Ben? Mm-hmm.
1: Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. Welcome. in And here, here's Ben
0: Kaplan. Woo!
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, big laughs all Mm-hmm. it would be long. you. Mm-hmm. It'd be, it'd be my shtick, my whole
1: thing. Your whole shtick would be the mm-hmm comedian. Maybe a type five. Yes. There you go. You could never do stand-up. Stand-up's
0: a hard job. I've I, done stand-up before. I, I, I did a thing. When did you do stand-up? Well, uh, like two years ago. And I did how's
1: that. that going for you? How's that career going for you? It's flourishing. It's flour- I can imagine. Yeah. I'm, I'm at the height of my career <laughs> this time. <point. laughs> I could, I would be a really good stand-up comedian. All right. Would you not think I'd be a good stand-up comedian? I've seen your sets at home. I don't need to see them out in public. Okay, so let's go to Gilbert. I want to, can I push the Zoom button this time? I don't like you touching the buttons. Hold on, give me, hold on. Which, which no, that's, Push this. Is it this fucking button? Did you see what I did there? I used an F word. -word. Isn't that clever? That's that's great. So push the button, you bastard.
0: (laughs) Are you waiting for us to talk Uh, first, Gilbert? Yeah. We we can start if you'd like. How are you? What's M mean?
2: Yeah, uh, just what it sounds like.
1: Listen, we're so thrilled to have you, Gilbert. You know what? We share something common, which is comedy, and we both love your comedy, and that's what we want to talk to you about today.
0: Oh, thank you. It's, it's a little, like, uh, <laughs> intimidating. You're intimidated? Why? Because yeah, I think we, we both have a shared passion for your work, and it just, it's just such a weird thing to be able to meet you and to speak to you.
2: Wow. At least someone's a fan of mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know what? We were talking earlier, Gilbert,
1: my son and I, about insult comedy. Yes. I want what is the definition of insult comedy? What does it mean?
2: Well, I always felt like a roast was like, you know, you tear someone to shreds and they laugh to show they're a good sport. And what if they don't laugh? Uh then it makes it uh yeah. Then then yeah. then it's a fight scene.
1: You know what, you brought up roast. Okay, so here's the thing. I used to love the Dean Martin roast when I was a kid. Yeah. But in the Dean Martin Rose, the co- comedians never swore ever and it was
2: funny when Lucy was just an innocent kid of 19 she always had that frightened look of a new girl at a Sinatra party
1: <laughs> and then the comedy central which is his generation it's yeah, all we swear true. all the fucking time yeah. yeah yeah what what changed gilbert
2: Uh, well they, they uh first of all was weren't allowed to back then when you figure you know Not that long ago, pregnant was a dirty word on TV, and uh, oh, oh, if you said even "damn" by itself was bad, but "goddamn," forget it. That that was also they they weren't allowed any of that stuff, and then it became uh, a free for all. I remember meeting Milton Berle once, and he said. that during those roasts, they would film like a lot of times they'd film separately. They'd uh, put the camera on them and go, Oh, yeah, okay, Milt, uh, you just got a real singer now. And uh, Milt, uh, do that, like, I can't believe they they said that. Uh, <laughs> so they just saw it cutaways. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's bullshit.
0: Yeah, so they're all swearing.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. But,
1: okay, but Gilbert, tell my son, Ben, what's the rumor in Hollywood about Milton Berle?
2: Uh He's supposed to have, like, like the biggest stick. <laughs> Anyone <laughs> on my podcast, Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, I think we've had maybe five people who have seen Milton Berle's cock. <laughs> And it but like, like how uh, big is this thing supposed to be? I don't. I don't. No one ever took out a tape measure. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I I heard a story that Milton Berle and Tom Jones uh, challenged each other to who had a bigger cock. And and Milton Berle, he opens up his pants. He takes his cock a little bit out. And Tom Jones goes, "All right, all right." <laughs> and that was yeah. it. You know,
0: And <laughs> the only person today that can verify that is Tom Jones.
2: Gilbert, I'm wondering if you can tell me more about like the Dean Martin roast. With the Dean Martin roast, yes. What always got me was like, I don't know, they'd uh, roast say Orson Welles, yes. and and one of the roastees would be like Gary Coleman. And you go, okay, so what uh, was Gary Coleman and Citizen Kane that <laughs> I don't remember him from it? The, how was there a connection? There was never, there
1: was so much, it's, you're right, there was, I commit, there was no connection. Like you would always have LaWanda Page
2: show yes, up. Yes, and <laughs> she'd be always as uh, Aunt Esther. She'd come out. Yes, yes. And, and like Peter Falk once did a roast as Colombo. Uh, Art Carney did one as Ed Norton. Norton. Yeah, they they play their characters from TV, which always look weird.
1: I was telling Ben there was a uh, comedian still alive named Ruth Buzzy.
2: Yes, yes, she was the old lady. She would play the old lady on the park bench, on Rowan and Martin's Laughing. I think I forget what that character's name was. Well, well what did, but
1: Ben,
0: what did I tell you she does? Oh, yeah, she hits people with a bag yeah, or something. she had a
2: big purse <laughs> and she'd whack people. So she'd always go as that character to the roast. And, you know, she'd hit Frank Sinatra or someone and start hitting them with <laughs> the purse. When I first met him, he only sang in the shower. Well, take it from me, girls. He didn't have much to sing about. So I
0: mean, I've got to ask you, Gilbert. Out of all these, these comedians you grew up with, who did you admire the most?
2: Oh God, so many. Well, Jerry Lewis, I always liked. Uh, uh, Groucho Marx, Jack Benny. Do you know who they are? I know. I know the Marx Brothers. Of course, I know that. Jack Benny. <laughs> I would like to tell you one joke. And as a rule, I don't tell jokes. You know, I just ramble. And he was at a roast, one, a, a roast that wasn't being televised. And it was a roast of uh, Georgie Jessel. Uh, he said Jack Benny was on stage going, well, George has to leave early tonight. He's flying to Israel. You see, he's got a cunt in high-fix. And he goes, oh, I I don't mean a woman. I mean an actual cunt. He wears it for a toupee. <laughs> and the, <Jack> just, Benny's. <laughs> the idea of being there and wit- have witnessed Jack Benny saying that would have been be beyond incredible. He's
0: still under the belief that that clean comedy is the best comedy. No, and no,
1: no, no, I mean, no, no. no. Was kind of what you were telling me. The clean comics were great. But if you're going to be a dirty comic, you better be funny. Don't just use swear words for, for a
2: reaction. I don't like that. It, it's funny. Like, for years, most of the years of my career, I would go out of my way to be uh, clean In that, like, instead of uh, saying fuck, I'd say, oh, have sex with and because I remember and I still get this way when I watch TV and a guy will tell a joke and say the punchline is I was wearing a hat and you go, that's not funny. And then you think, oh, wait a minute. When they saw him in the nightclub, he said, and I wore a fucking hat. And and they said, hey, that's a great joke. Just cut out fucking. Not realizing fucking is the only thing anyone was laughing at.
1: <laughs> so do you think you you need to swear in comedy to make it funnier?
2: It it's uh weird. It's like, you know, it it's funny to say that I used to work clean, because I did use work clean. Now now I offend myself up there. <laughs> Yeah, but like you said, it, it better be funny first, right?
1: Okay, I can I can agree with that. G- Gilbert's got two young children. We were
0: t- talk about living in our house. We were we were raised around swearing, like we we were not we were we weren't raised to be animals with it. We weren't raised to go out and call someone a fucking idiot. Like we weren't raised to be aggressive, but we were raised. Oh, you you can swear. You drop something. You say fuck. You know you. You're in a bad mood. You can you can say something, right? Do you talk that way around your children or is that you know like like, like what, what kind of stuff do you feel comfortable saying around your kids?
2: See, me me being a parent is if if one of my kids says a dirty word, I can't with a straight face say to them, "Oh, no, you can't say that. That's a bad word." <laughs>
1: But do you swear in front of your kids? Do you allow, do you swear in front uh, of them?
2: Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. the authorities will come and take my <laughs> kids away now. But uh, I, I I remember something as far as swearing goes, a little, this is around the time of September 11th. So on one news show, they had a, a shot. They Well, they had a film of uh, one of the planes crashing into the tower. And it it was from somebody's cell phone, they filmed it. And then they took that and put it on the air. And they said, you know, this is from someone's cell phone. And uh, this is the second plane hitting the second tower. And, you know, while this is going, and you see like the World Trade Center collapse and a giant plane smashing. And, you know, you hear some guy uh, in the crowd go, oh, fuck. And they went back to the news. And the anchor man says, uh, I really want to apologize for that word being in there. Uh, we mm-hmm. didn't have a chance to, to watch the tape and edit it. And I thought, we just watched. Uh, 3,000 people murdered, and, oh, fuck is the obscenity.
1: (laughs) It's true. Is this the first time you're telling that to us? Or is that just... Is this something you're just remembering now?
2: Uh, No, I I remember. That always stuck with me. I thought, that's that's what he's thinking of now? Yeah, yeah. Fuck is the bad thing?
1: Yeah. People have warped perceptions, you know? People are morons. People are morons. (laughs) You know, Um, Ben, go
0: ahead. What did you you wanted to bring up something? Um, Speaking of morons.
1: Speaking speaking of morons. morons, (laughs) I'll take (laughs) this, (laughs) stage.
0: I mean, I I know we've talked about, like, some old comedians and people that you've admired, you and my dad share. Are there any comics of my generation that have really been, like, capturing your eye right now?
2: Uh, It's so funny because I've gotten to that point in comedy where I'm, like, a terrible audience, Uh, Because I'll watch a comic and go, ah, that's clever. Oh, that that was good. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) it's kind of like I'm sure film directors watch a movie and go, ah, see, I would have filmed that differently. That would have been more to the side. Yeah.
1: You're more of a critic now. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I'm an old film buff. Gilbert, so I want to know, what is is your favorite old movie? I'm always curious about that.
2: Oh, I don't really have one. There are so many. Oh, like The Maltese Falcon's a great movie. Yep. Oh, when when I was on, I was on Turner Classic Movies. And they had me pick four movies, so I showed Freaks. Yes. That was a Todd Browning movie. 1932. Yes. Uh and and another one that might seem old to some people but I saw it in the theater uh, The Conversation Hackman. Yeah, yeah. And uh Burt Lancaster in The Swimmer. And yeah. and uh Of Mice and Men with Lon Chaney, Lon Chaney Jr. Jr. <laughs> and and Burgess Meredith. I yes. think that that one still holds up.
0: Yes, Ben. There's you know, was, four movies I, I you I need to watch. I was just going to say, just so you can have a glimpse into what life in my household is like. Every time a film is named or something, it's he mentions the year, he mentions the star, he mentions this. It's like living with an encyclopedia when I'm talking to him.
1: Yeah. Well, that, that's a
0: that's a that's a good, but you don't, but you don't even you've never seen any of those fucking. I know. Movies. So so I've never seen the films, and you sell this information that means nothing to me. Sometimes,
1: but isn't it frustrating? Like. Everything we watch, I believe, everything we watch in comedy today or in film today or in television today had its roots somewhere. Yes. Fil- film today had its roots in movies from 50 years ago, from 70 years ago. Comedians of today had their roots in the Jack Benny's and the Groucho Marxes, and It all came. It's evolved. So if you don't have an appreciation of where it came from, you, then you shouldn't have an appreciation of where it is today. That's just me.
2: It's kind of like if you're in a band now and somebody says, Oh, there was a composer Beethoven. And you go, No, nah, I'm not familiar with that name. <laughs> you don't have to be a fan of Beethoven, but right. you should know he was. You should know, like, Fred Astaire. Nobody yes. will know who Fred Astaire is now, but no. if you dance, you should know who Fred Astaire was.
0: Gilbert, I'd like to ask you. <laughs> Why do you think that celebrity roasts have become such a big part about of pop culture?
2: I, I did a roast, a different roast that was like a set up, uh, you know, that um, Jeff Ross did about a year or two ago. That was the roast of Anne Frank. Yes, I saw it. And, and I, I was Hitler. I think I left the oven on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and and like Jeff Ross said, when he offered it to me, he said that I said yes before he got to lure. <laughs> because <You know? laughs> I remember thinking when I heard that, I thought, "Oh, this is so offensive and such horrible taste." I have to do it.
1: what? Did that was the historical roast, right? Yes, Those were the yes. yes. How is that allowed now? Like, we can laugh. Like, there's a time in life where we can just laugh at stuff. But its is it still offensive or is it funny?
2: Uh, it, it was funny because that one was like, it seemed like half and half. Some were totally offended. Some loved it. And my favorite uh, tweet that I saw about the roast uh, was... Uh, Hitler killing people is not funny. Uh, a Jew dressed as Hitler with three other Jews giving him shit is funny, right? And I thought that's it. There are two, three Stooges shorts. One of them was you Nazi yes, spy. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we're Mose Hitler, and I think uh, Curly Mussolini. <laughs> And, and then it was followed by what I think another one where Moe's Hitler. Uh, and this is my favorite Three Stooges title. I'll never heil again. <laughs> 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 and I thought, this is so great because it's around that time period yes. before Charlie Chaplin came out with The Great Dictator. Right. And I thought... Here are these three ridiculous Jews <laughs> totally tearing apart Hitler. That's the thing, too. Only us
1: Jews could do that. Yes. Yeah. I can't have a non-Jew making fun of Hitler. It has to be a Jew doing it.
2: Uh, yes.
1: Yes. You can't have a, a, a non-Jew doing a, a roast of Anne Frank.
2: No. You can't. It's yeah. bad taste. Yeah.
0: It's bad taste. Tell the tell the story about. Amsterdam. Oh, I should yeah, I should mention the Anne Frank thing, because we went to the Anne Frank House. What was it? Two years ago. Yeah, I took the kids to Amsterdam. And yeah. and we grew up in a, a we went to private Jewish school, so like we heard of Anne it Frank. Was, it was private. Don't e- tell anybody. Every year. Yeah. So we get to the Anne Frank House, and we're always told it's the attic. She lives in the attic. Walk in the Anne Frank House, and like, this is the attic. This place was huge. No, but we walk out of there, and I
1: go, kids. So, what did you think of the Anne Frank house? And my and my middle son says, actually,
0: she she didn't have it too bad. It's a nice Airbnb. It's a nice Airbnb. I go,
2: that
0: was horrible. I've, my first apartment was an attic, and it was a smaller apartment than Anne Frank's attic. Yeah, Anne Frank didn't have it too bad.
2: I, uh, I was uh, uh, once in Germany. And they have tours of, uh, of Dachau. It's still standing. So I went on the tour. And then a couple of months later, I'm, I did a club in Jersey. And after the show, some guy walks up to me with his wife and says, uh, with a big smile on his face. And he says, we were in Dachau together. <laughs> 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 and and I thought looking at him with a big smile I thought well some people handle better than yeah. others I guess <laughs> but again you could
1: no other person could tell that joke except you right now
2: you know what uh, yeah. I'm saying it's like if you're sitting with a family member yeah you could go oh, mom's an idiot, dad's a worthless drunk, and it's fine. Uh, but if someone outside of your family says, oh, I, I saw your dad wearing a, a weird-looking tie, and, and it's like, what do you mean? What? Why do you say that? What do you mean by that?
1: Mm-hmm. So, right. So, yeah. Right. You have to be part of, you got to be within a circle to make yes. insult jokes. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Because we make fun of each other all the time. Yeah. If you were just outside of the family, you'd be a piece of shit for doing talking like that to me. Well, he's, right? he, yeah. yeah, he
2: still could be a piece of shit. Yeah, oh,
1: i will give you very much if a piece of shit talking matter. like
0: this. <laughs>
1: Gilbert, what do you think about my mother? The first time I heard the C word was from my mother. What do you think about that? No, that's the truth. I want to know what you think. I never heard
2: that word before until my mom said it. Was it during Yom Kippur? <laughs> <laughs> because if you read in the Talmud, yeah, uh yes. it, you hear that word a lot, a
1: lot, a lot. <laughs> she said it to the rabbi's wife. <laughs> So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Carol Burnett or Carol Baskin?
2: Uh, oh, is she with a tiger woman? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I got uh, Carol Baskin. Because <laughs> she, it's so weird. People are pretty much 99% sure that she killed her last husband. Well, it's kind of like if um, um, O.J. Simpson was walking down the street, people would want to have their picture taken with him. I was once at a party when O.J. Simpson was known as a a football player slash actor. And, And he recognized me and did an imitation of me, and I thought, God, I wish I had a a movie camera with me. And it's like, I always think if I could go back in time, I would film him uh, doing me. And you notice, that's what I'd go back in time for. I wouldn't stop him from killing (laughs) those two people. Because (laughs) then him doing me, it would be like, yeah, so that's that football player actor.
0: How was was the impression?
2: Yeah, yeah it, was it was it
0: a good impression? Of I mean,
2: uh, for uh, a murder of two people, it was good.
1: <laughs> you know, but you know, but you know what? You actually said something, Gilbert. I don't even think you realize what you said. You said well, I met O.J. Simpson when he was a football player slash actor. You yeah. mean like a slash actor? Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that what you meant? It it should be a football player. Slash I'm slash sorry. slash <laughs> slash actor. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, ch- <laughs>
0: okay, I had a question, Gilbert. Yeah. W- what is your favorite dirtiest joke?
2: Oh God, I have uh, so many. So many. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh. uh What's the worst part about eating your grandmother's pussy? Hitting your head on the lid of the coffin. (laughs) (laughs) Gilbert, my son's here. One time, I had a a guy come up to me after uh, after a show. And he said, oh, I got a joke for you. And he says... A guy goes to a hooker named Hurricane Hannah and uh, uh, they're fucking, and she lets out a big fart. And uh, he says, What's that? And she goes, It's a tornado. And then her pussy starts getting dripping wet, and he says, What's that? And he says, it, uh, It's a, a thunderstorm. And then uh, He, the guy gets dressed, starts walking out. She goes, where are you going? And he says, who can fucking weather like this? (laughs) (laughs) And he says to me after that, "Uh, you might have to clean it up on TV. (laughs) So it's like, yeah. I'm doing Merv Griffin next week. <laughs> and if I just wanted two words, and that joke will work. Does
0: cable represent the shift when comedy got dirtier? Like, when do you think comedy was able to, we were able to accept dirtier comedy?
2: Uh, well, it it seems like it's been years going on. Because, uh, I mean, you got to, there was Lenny Bruce. Like, a lady can't
0: go through a plate glass window and go to bed with you five seconds later.
2: But guys can have head-on collisions with Greyhound buses. <laughs> Not only the hospital, in the ambulance, a guy makes play for the nurse. And, and it's funny. It's like you listen to Lenny Bruce's uh, routines now, and you go, "What well, was so shocking and dirty about that? Mm-hmm,
1: hmm
2: And uh, so it's like gradually over the years, like I was saying, like, pregnant, was a, that was a curse word.
0: Yeah. And do you think comedy's ever gonna get like it can ever get too dirty or is or you uh, know, not? It's so all mighty. it's a joke, funny. It's funny. T- <laughs> <obvious>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were pretty tame.
1: <laughs> I love that Gilbert laughs at his own jokes. Yeah. Well they're funny. They are funny. But they're the funny fact jokes. is he's killing himself yeah. here.
2: Yeah.
1: Laughing at his jokes. <laughs> like
0: we are too. But you know, yeah. he's having the best, he's his best audience. I mean, Gilbert, what in your eyes like makes a good comedian?
2: Oh God, uh, uh, a short Jewish plays the <laughs> parrot in Aladdin. These are all, I tell it about every.
1: <laughs> so there's only a few things that make a great yeah. comedian. It's an easy list. It's an easy list, yeah. We are, we, I want to ask you question. We're going to be interviewing Carol Burnett tomorrow. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Carol Burnett? We'd love to know. Ah, uh, geez. And don't I, say she's no Carol Baskin.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's no Carol Baskin. <laughs> see, see, that's the thing. You know, she, Carol Burnett's good, but she never murdered any of her husbands. So she'll always be a few steps. Yes. Be a second rate Carol
0: compared to Carol Baskin.
2: Behind Carol Baskin. I mean, Carol Burnett was funny, but she did she Carol ever Baskin kill killed one of her husbands and uh, hide the body for all these years. No.
1: Hey, Carol Burnett never killed her husband and said, I'm so glad we had this time together. <laughs> When you were when you were like obviously you you're also a pop culture nut you know about yeah. classic movies what what TV shows did you love what did you love watching
2: oh god so, oh well I liked uh, Get Smart yes ah uh, you know Rowan and Martin's Laughing and um I, I I also back then you know it wasn't like searching out movies movies were the I the greatest film school in the world was in your living room. You turned on TV. There were old movies. Yeah. So so yeah. You know what's funny? I just watched a couple of little rascal shorts recently. The best. It it's like a bad acid drink.
1: What? <laughs> why i you, i have such a soft spot for the god, our gang comedies why i don't
2: know when you watch it now when I watch it I go ooh this is eerie it's also very
1: inappropriate Can oh, i say that oh
2: my god oh my god yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> and see like <laughs> i force i have forced Ben how many years i force you to watch our gang mm-hmm Right. Our gang. Old movies. Yeah. Every time. uh, Gilbert, I have a huge autograph collection that I've collected for 30 years. And I have probably every film. I've got Hunts Hall's autograph. I've got like all of these wonderful. um,
2: Okay, before you go any further, I heard Hunts Hall had a big (laughs) dick. That's why I got
0: his autograph. Yeah. He signed. Yeah. He actually signed the picture with his dick.
2: Yeah, he dipped <laughs> it yeah. in ink. And <laughs> yeah, it's
0: just yeah, just use the tip to, to write the signature.
2: Oh,
1: honestly, Gilbert, if I showed you my autograph collection, the and I see like I try, I try to share it with my kids, and I'll say to Ben, you know who this person was? This is Jean Tierney. She was one of the most beautiful actresses, or Hedy Lamarr, or Marlene Dietrich, or I'll tell them all these people I have. He doesn't give two shits. You don't care, but if it weren't for these people, we wouldn't have the celebrities we have today. We wouldn't have the movies we have today.
2: That's what you. I have three autographs hanging on my wall. Who do you have? Uh, One time, I got a job for a little while as working the concessions in the Broadway theaters, uh, selling you know sodas and everything like. And one of the plays at that time. Was a matter of gravity, with Christopher Reeves and Catherine Hepburn. Wow! And so we uh, we got Catherine Hepburn would come in and talk to us before the audience came in. So I have an autograph photo of Catherine Hepburn. That's amazing. And um, uh, one time I saw, they said that Ch- Jimmy Durante wasn't feeling well. So I, wrote a, I sent him a get well card. I was a kid. And now I have like Jimmy Durante. And and then.
1: Did he send you a thank you note for the get well card?
2: Uh, he sent back a note. Yeah. Saying he was wow. so happy he received it. And then I, I was also, I used to read Famous Monsters of Filmland. And they said that Lon Chaney Jr. was sick. So I, I sent him a Giltwell card and I got sent back a, a photo of the Wolfman, signed Lon Chaney. Uh, it seems that everybody Gilbert writes to it died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have one living on a
0: Yeah. Is there any celebrity that has actually left you the most starstruck that you've ever met or you've interacted with? So, so many
2: uh, well, let's see, when I met Jerry Lewis, that because I grew up on his movies. And uh, best of all, I remember uh, they were putting out a plaque in front of the Friars Club for him, and there was a little ceremony there. And they had a, a, a chair, like, you know, one of those chairs, those high chairs for me. And I see right next to me who they're honoring is Jerry Lewis, and he's like heckling the people who are speaking, and he's being everything that you want Jerry Lewis to be. He's being Jerry Lewis, and best of all, he would heckle him, and then laugh and grab my arm, like to pull me in on the joke. And I thought, this this is uh, amazing. It's always amazing
1: when you meet your someone you've admired for so many. And they actually turned out to be a good person. Yes.
2: I, I met Vincent Price twice. That was pretty amazing.
1: That's pretty cool.
2: Because I, I was on Thick of the Night, uh, the Alan Thicke, uh talk show that was going to knock Carson off the air. And, and if yeah. you notice, Carson's not on the air now.
0: So so <laughs> Did you worked. send him a get well card? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so... I went on and I was doing something on stage uh, for the show, and I was doing Im- some imitations. And right after I got off, I sat on the panel and I feel this hand on my shoulder, and I turn around. It's Vincent Price, and he said, I loved your Peter Laurie imitation. <laughs> And then years later, I was at uh, this horror event and Price was there. And I went over to him and I said, look, you probably don't remember me or this show, but I met you on Thick of the Night. And he said, oh, yes, that was a terrible show. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well listen, um on behalf of Ben and I, well, I'll I'll let Ben speak, but I just want to say you we've been so thankful to chat with you. We've had the best time, Gilbert. We're such huge fans
0: and yeah. uh actually Gilbert, I have another question. Um, what do you think you're most proud of from in your career?
2: Oh, a few th- well, the one that I'm amazed by that I'm in, that I, I start to remember it and I remind myself like Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Because I, I used to, when they'd interviewed me, I'd say, oh, well, the movie has romance, it's got comedy, it's got action, it's got music. And if it didn't have me, it would be a quality production.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and I think of it. I think of, there I am in Aladdin, and, and Aladdin is an out-and-out quality production. Mm-hmm. I've been in other movies like Funky Monkey ah uh, I, I never saw I, I think it was originally called Spy Chimp. Uh but uh yeah, so so that I, and I'm I'm proud of that one scene in Beverly Hills Cop 2. Well, so you have 25 unpaid parking tickets and it's your car, so we have to take you in. Wait a second, I've got an idea. Is there something that I have in this office that I could hand to you and that would make you kind of forget that you're holding those uh, little pink tickets there? Where uh, me and Annie Murphy are arguing about the traffic tickets because we were like improvising that. Right. We did it differently each time. So that I was proud of. And of course, the problem child movies. You know
1: it's pretty amazing, Gilbert. The fact is that you're such a lover of classic movies and Aladdin is a classic film that you were part of, which is so cool.
2: I I know. It's like, uh, well, it's funny when people say to me, do you realize that that parrot will live on forever? And I always say, well, I'd rather the parrot tie and me live on forever. If I had the choice, I love the parrot. Uh, but if it's if it's me and him, if God came down and said, "Hey, you know, I can kill that parrot, but let you live uh, one more day," okay? <laughs> You're kill God. the parrot. Who am I to hug you? <laughs> But yeah. That, and it's like a Disney classic. Yes. too.
1: Yeah. You're part of Disney.
2: Yeah.
0: Part of Disney history. Thank Mr. Gilbert well, Ben. Thank you for coming on this it, the show with us today. It just it's just it's an oh, honor. It's a joy. You. I don't know. I don't know what else it, to say. It was
1: about it. it was kind of a joy.
0: It was an honor. It was kind of, <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was kind of a joy. It kind it, of a joy. And then maybe we'll leave here after Gilbert. I'll put you down. We'll watch Freaks, Todd Browning's Freaks. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll watch a classic movie after this. How about that?
2: Yeah, oh, and watch the Black Cat with Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi. Do you know
1: who Boris Karloff is? No. Do you know who Bela Lugosi no. is? Okay.
0: I need I I need an
2: education. <sighs> and you've probably heard someone imitating Bela Lugosi in like a hundred different cartoons and stuff. Even better, did you ever watch Sesame Street? Yes. Five, six, six blocks. Ah, yes. (laughs) Thank you very much. The Count.
1: Okay. Is Bela Lugosi's voice? Yeah. Yeah.
2: You're right. That was a Bela Lugosi imitation. And
1: Big Bird was Boris Karloff.
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> and and and, 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 and Pete and, Peter was her yeah and, and Oscar
1: <laughs> the Grouch was Charles Lawton
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay Gilbert we are gonna let you go I'm gonna take put on some TCM Turner Classic Movies for Ben it's been an absolute pleasure uh, thank, thank you, you so much
2: thank thank you. thanks you. Gilbert be well thank man you.
1: cheers <laughs>
0: So uh, that was a nice, nice podcast to listen to you and Gilbert talk. It was nice to be on the sidelines for it. Oh well, is that what, is that a shot? No, it's not a shot. I just, it's like, look, I'm, I'm not upset about it. We had a comedy legend on, but it's. It, like I'm I'm sure you were in paradise talking about. I had, about the, these best, old, I had old, the best I had the best time. Old
1: you could have honestly you could have gone upstairs and gotten yourself a coffee or something and come back in
0: an hour. But listen, I was still enjoying I was enjoying the jokes, but there, yeah, there's times where I'm like, Yeah, I don't I don't know this film from the thirties or forties and you know what? I, I there's part of me that was like, uh,
1: oh, you know, maybe Ben, I wish you, you got more of the stories he was talking about and more of the classic films, but then selfishly I was more like, Yeah, oh, I don't really care.
0: Listen, oh, okay. you know, I, 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 I got to hear Gilbert Gottfried say cock. So that's oh, there you go. That's all I need. There you go. That's really. But you know what? It's interesting.
1: You know, he's a very interesting guy. Mm-hmm. He's not just a comedian. He knows a lot about classic film, classic television. He's he really knows. Also, I really believe he. How do I say? There's a lot of people who want to become directors in film or in television or they want to become actors, but they don't know anything about the history of film or television. Here's a gentleman who is a well-known comedian who knows about comedy. And he knows about the comedy greats. Like, that's really the coolest thing. I really have a lot of respect for somebody who knows the roots of the industry that he's in.
0: And- I was just interested uh, when he was talking about starting clean. Yes. Because he's such a, I mean, you heard him for for on the podcast.
1: Well, there's, that's the interesting point. Like, so, okay, so let's take it back to what you and I talked about earlier about the evolution of comedy. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, it was clean what we saw.
0: Well, it evolved well in, clean
1: what you saw. Right, but yeah. I'm saying he started in as a clean comic. Yeah. And then he became more into the insult comedy and more blue, mm-hmm. you know? And then he's having jokes about having oral sex with your grandmother in a coffin. Yeah. Right? I was a little, that one, I have to say, as funny as it was... I cringed a little because I'm sitting with my son while he's telling that joke. I still thought it was funny. Okay. I still laughed. It was funny. Okay, can, but one of the cool things is, like, here's a... this is, Okay, can I just say, this is the true comedian. You know why he's a true comedian? Because he came on here not prepared. Mm-hmm. We didn't send him any questions in advance. In advance. And guess what? He was fucking hilarious.
0: Mm-hmm. Funny. Yeah, I know. I was there. No, you weren't here. I was there. You were really not here for. Our- I was there. I you was. Were not I here. was sitting. I was listening.
1: Him and I were talking about Dean Martin Rose. We were talking about old movies. Uh, you had checked out. We were in the. We were in the Gilbert Gottfried Marshall Kaplan yeah, I mean, once, once mention And you checked out. You mentioned Ruth Buzzy, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, Ruth Buzzy, and the things he knew Ruth Buzzy. He did. That's a pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. I, mean.
0: I was still. It was still a pleasure me to to be able to be able to talk with him and, yeah. and laugh with him and, and still learn from him as well yes that's true but now more importantly you and i have to have a
1: talk about what old movies what you know what i'm going to do i'm going to start making a list of old films that i think that you should start watching mm-hmm. and we can watch them together how does that
0: sound oh, like a nightmare <laughs> that's such an ass <laughs> why would you say that then I got to come here, spend my weekends and start watching all these movies. Oh, I got
1: stuff to or do. Or why don't we just talk about a movie? We watch it at our own place and then... I can handle that. Okay, so I'll make a list of old movies to watch. Yeah. And 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 I'll watch the old and movies. And for you to get an appreciation. Have you ever seen Citizen Kane? Yeah, I've seen Citizen Kane. Oh, that's good. Okay, so that's I don't have to put that on the list. No. Okay, but maybe that's something you and I actually can start to do. Okay. Joking joking aside, kidding aside, you know, here we are doing pop culture. Let's start watching a few old movies together and get it.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? And 365 day returns. Appreciation. Deal, I can work on that with you. Okay.
1: My oh my. <laughs> Wasn't that fun, folks?
0: Yeah, my oh my is right.